Welcome to Focus Framework Podcast Leading for Impact. Uh, my name is Brett Bishop, and I am extremely pleased today to be joined by my good friend, Kathy Crum. How are you today, Kathy? I'm wonderful. Thanks, Brett. Kathy and I um, both have been working with Focus Schools for quite some time and um, enjoy the opportunity to talk about the work here on this podcast. And today we're going to be doing a little work to try and touch base on our new Focus Framework 2.0. The whole company is excited because the Focus Framework has been sort of updated and some things that are always in the Focus Frameworks have been sort of set in intentionally to shine the light on them independently. So we now have nine Focus Frameworks instead of seven, and we are excited about that. But today, what we're going to do is we're going to start by looking at focus framework one. And Kathy, maybe you could teach us a little bit about that, that focus framework. Yeah, I'd love to, Brett. So I really love talking about this because this is, um, I don't know, we all have our thing that we're, that we're the, we feel like we do this work for this reason. And then from focus framework one is strengthening leadership. And that's something that I'm really passionate about. So the whole phrase for focus framework one is strengthen leadership by building capacity, valuing risk-taking and honoring bounded autonomy. It occurs to me, not only occurs to me, I know for sure from my own time as a principal, and a leader in other ways that every person in a school is a leader. And in order, the best schools that I know of do have principals and leaders who actually build other leaders and they see that as one of their primary jobs. And so um, the capacity building piece is something that in schools that work and then schools that succeed, we have leaders that help build the capacity of others. We also see leaders that help other people, you know, take risk and, you know, it's okay to fail and learn from failures. Everything doesn't have to be right all the time. And they really, um, they really promote that and they really um, help people to do that inside some bounded autonomy. So the other thing is that in um, schools where leadership is strengthened, we're all rowing in the same direction. You know, we're all kind of going the same way. Um, yeah, people can try things, but we're but it's all within um, what we're focused on. So it's super important for schools that are doing well to strengthen their leadership all the time. And I was recently at a training and someone said, if all you do every day is strengthen leadership in every conversation, your school is going to be better. And I thought, wow, that's really smart. Yeah, that's that's I love that, and I think it's it's um, as you were saying, hard to do, but I think very important to think about staying away from the extremes that we often are seduced by in leadership. You know, the idea of one way or the other, either everybody does what I say, I'm watching every single thing, I'm taking away everybody's autonomy, but I'm very clear about what the bounds are, or the other way, just give people a set of keys, send them off on their way, hope it works out. Both are obviously not the idea of being really focused on kids more in a Adults. And, and I love that notion of we're building leadership every day. Um, so maybe, you know, you could tell us a little bit about your experience on how do we go about doing that sort of building strengthening of leadership in schools? Yeah. So um, in my time with Focus Schools, um, what, some things that I learned that are really important for building leadership, one is to help people build structures and systems. Um, I don't think I understood how important that was until I was actually in those situations. And by structures and systems, I mean, when do we have 
have our meetings? How do we have our meetings? How do we behave as leaders? What are the systems we have in place to ensure that things get done? And I don't think you just naturally know how to do that. I think you have to be, I think you learn that by doing and also be taught that. So for instance, if I have my ILT chair and I'm the principal, then how do I help that person establish those structures in the ILT and establish those systems so we can move our work? And then also to focus at school, you know, you could focus on a gazillion things. We all have data that tells us that there's at least 2,564 things to work on each and every day. And so how do we focus? How do we keep the main thing, the main thing and helping people to really establish their, what, what's my why? What are the main things I'm focused on? That's really huge for, for building capacity for leaders. Um, I also think that um, for me and what I've seen in many schools is that when you're allowed to struggle a little bit, you know, productive struggle, you don't just get all the answers, but, but you try things and um, you have to go learn. I think that's a great way of building leadership. And then finally, there's this concept called feed forward, which we use um, a lot in focus schools and feed forward is kind of a different take on feedback and it's really future oriented. So instead of saying, you know, what went well at this uh, meeting or whatever, you can, you can talk about what are some things that happened at this meeting that, that you would like to see repeated in the next meeting? What are some things that you think you would like to do differently the next time? So, so some ways of working with leaders that really help them think about their next steps are all some really strong how-tos that I've seen over the years. Fun to think about leading in that way. I, I've always loved the concept of the learning leader uh, because to me, when a leader conducts themselves that, that, that way, in a school especially where we're essentially an organization that is set up around learning, if all things are going well, <laughs> it, it may, gives everybody permission, I think, to feel like, yeah, I'm learning all the time. And if, I, if, if the, the best things, the best professional development I think I've ever had in my life as a principal were from teachers, you know, watching the high performing teacher helped me so much to learn about what a good leadership looks like. And, and you could apply it to being a principal. And they were always learning, always positioning themselves as a learner. And so I think it to me, it's a really sort of vital and simple way for leaders to think about orienting their leadership. Yeah. So what, what about um, do you have do you have any tools that you would suggest for us in terms of the, thinking about this framework? Yeah, one of the things in this series that we decided that we would do would we would, you know, we would teach teach the why and we would teach some hows, but then also that the person who listens to this podcast would walk away with the tool that we have seen work. And one of when I talked about systems and structures, one of the most important systems and structures that one can put in place is those around communication. I, I've made the statement that almost that I think 100% of every problem I've seen at a school at some level had to do with the communication or lack thereof, right? So um, one school that I've worked with, and I've had, had them tell the story over and over again, they have the most simple and elegant system for communicating their from their ILT meetings. And it's just this. Their ILT meetings are in the morning before school. They have a hard stop at about 10 minutes before school starts. At that time, everyone who's on the ILT goes to wherever the people they represent would be. They do a quick little, this is what we just did at the ILT meeting. This was our agenda. These are the key messages that we decided. This is what we're going to do in the future. Do you have any questions? And the notes will be on the Google Drive. So basically, it's right away. It's face-to-face. 
There's also backup written documentation so people can go and learn about it then and they can ask questions right then. So that's that's an example of an awesome system, you know, of communication that we, we stop, we go, we communicate, we give people two or three ways to think about that. We give people ways to ask answer questions and ask questions and then we move on to the next meeting. So that's um, that's a tool that I would recommend for any of you to use. It's exciting. And also I lo- what I love about that is um, leaders are so busy and they have so many things to do. Everything you just talked about is sort of self-contained in a really well-run meeting. Um, It doesn't add 10 hours to anybody's week. And I think that that's really important for leaders to think about because the people who typically are on an ILT are kind of carrying the school on their shoulders and they're probably doing five other things in addition to their full-time job. So doing something that that doesn't add to that is I think so powerful. And what we know for sure is just an email or a Google doc that contains the notes is not communication. It must be two-way. Well, so... um, Thanks for uh, helping us with this, Kathy. I'm really, really looking forward to us making our way through this Focus Framework 2.0 as we continue with the work and get started in lots of places this year. And so I want to thank anybody who has been listening to this podcast. We really enjoy bringing it to you and we hope that um, you will continue to listen. You can find the all the podcasts located on our focusschools.com website. In addition to, you can link to all of our uh, social media and our newsletters from uh, Carrie Purcell. We hope that you will make your way there and we can learn from each other because schools across the country oftentimes are sharing things or we're sharing things that we see there. So please make that make yourself available for that. And we um, look forward to getting a chance to hear from all of you. Thanks again, Kath, and I uh, hope the day goes well. Thank you, Brett.